Yo, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, salutations, whatever time frame you listen to. Thank you very much for listening. Y'all already know what it is. Let's get into it. It's your boy, Big Moose Thomas. Here we go on the Big Moose Thomas Show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, yo, man, Um, let's talk about it. Uh, first things first, uh, I'd like to start the segment today, which we're going to call this Twitter Tuesdays. So uh, every Tuesday, I'm actually going to look to uh, just let you go down the Twitter list and seeing what Twitter's thinking and how do we align on it. That's how we're going to start today's episode. So first things first, uh, scrolling down Twitter, let's look at the new kicker we got. So for y'all who don't know, uh, you know, blew it, blew it, if you will. And now we got a new kicker in here. I believe he goes by the last name of Sly. Uh, I think that might be the proper pronunciation. It's S-L-Y-E. So... I guess you can call that Sly. Not, not really sure, but uh, uh, he has bounced around a little bit in the NFL, which is okay. I mean, that's what kickers do. Uh, you either get like an ace in the hole with um, Justin Tucker, or you know, you got to bounce around sometimes to get good. Uh, very similar to uh, Graham Gano, who is now up there in New York and just draining them. Uh, <laughs> somehow, I remember when he went to the Washington Football Team? I believe his nickname was Uh Oh Gano. Um, and we saw how that went. So that's <coughs> excuse me. So that's a good segment right there. Um so he's doing good now, so I'm glad to see that. But yeah, so that seems to be uh our main um addition to the team is Sly. I wanna see how good he's going to be. Um I haven't seen much tape on him yet. You know, it's kinda hard to get tape on kickers, if you will. It's not the uh probably Kickers and long snappers, I just don't know where you get that tape from. Like, I know it's on YouTube. It's like, who's watching? Like, so many questions. Um, <laughs> not really sure about that one. But I'm so so happy for it. So happy for us to actually get a kicker and let's see what he does this weekend. Um, so this should be pretty good. Uh, let's see. So also, um, got a tweet from Chase Vernon. Uh, shout out to you, dude. Uh, you can follow him at uh at ff underscore intervention. So follow him over there. Uh, and he tweeted, Ron just batted uh a three three hundred thirty three in terms of winning seasons in Carolina. Uh, yeah, basically he was batting kind of three hundred. Um, he decided he wants to do the same in Washington, so he brings everyone with him. I, b- I believe he's talking about the kicker as well. And um, I definitely feel this. Like I said, a couple of I believe it was almost a year ago at this point. Uh, we are the Washington Panthers. Like, if nobody knows that, like, let me let me tell you, we are the Washington Panthers, man. Um, and that's just what Ron did. I mean, I believe he went with what was comfortable, and we see how it shows up. And he's just getting all of his guys, all of his people, and I think he's just trying to plug and play, which, again, I'm not a big fan of, but let's neither here nor there. I'll get into that later. Um, but the plug and play system, not a big fan of that. Not a big fan of coaching systems as – I believe uh, OG Thomas and I talked about a couple of episodes ago, but like I said, I digress. Uh, another big news on here we're looking at um, Lyman. Sadiq Charles is looking like he went on the. Uh, I'm not sure if it's a if it's the COVIDless or the IR COVID. I'm not sure which which one he lists on or the list one of the same. I should really look that up. But um, he did go on the list. He is vaccinated though, so that's good. 
very happy to see that. Um, as well as hopefully with him going out, this means that Cosme or Sheriff has to be coming back. I'm not sure. Um, uh, I guess we'll address that probably tomorrow in Wednesday's practice, but I'm very curious to go by that. But uh, as well, um, I'm looking at uh, someone. Oh, Jordan. Um, Jordan over there at Washington Football Team Jordan uh, or WFT Team Jordan. Um, he just tweeted out last time we played the Buccaneers and he had the Heineke going for the pylon, as we know. And uh, yeah, yeah, hopefully. Hopefully, man. Let's see that. Uh, but yeah, there we go. That's Twitter. Twitter Tuesday. Things are seeing on my feed right now. Uh, Shouts out to all the creators on there. Shouts out to Washington Realm. Um, I heard you on Al Galdi. That was dope. Uh, Shouts out to Chris Russell, a.k.a. The Roaster. Uh, He gets it done. Uh, That's what's up as well. Uh, Talligator Ted. uh, I said Talligator. Tailgate Ted, my fault. He gets it done. Um, Jordan Asri. He gets it done. Um, These are all people who like straight up was just spitting fire on Twitter. Um, and for y'all who don't know, that's going to be, like, the main place to get news from is probably Twitter. Facebook is good, too. I do have a couple of groups on Facebook that I'm a part of. But the problem with uh, Facebook that I see is just not as – it's not really focused on the live stream the way that Twitter is. Like, Twitter's made for you to get that information out quick, fast, and in a hurry. Facebook is kind of made to let it sit a little bit. You know, y'all can kind of have a conversation over it, so – I just like the platform of Facebook, excuse me, of Twitter, much more for the sports world because it's made to be that boom, boom, bang, you know, that really, really quick hot take type of uh, type of stuff. But, yo, uh, that's it for the Twitter Tuesdays. Now let's get into the main segment of today's show, man. Um, I want to talk about the debacle of the Washington football team honoring and retiring the number of Sean Taylor. So um, I don't believe we went too far deep into this. I, I haven't really heard a podcast that has. Um. First of all, um, Jason Wright is not looking right in terms of this situation. Now, I'm not sure, again, how the situation went. I'm not sure if this really was last minute. I heard a lot of players come out and say, hey, they actually hit us up earlier in the year saying that we were going to do something for Taylor or, you know, it was going to be a ceremony or something like that. But um, in terms of the retirement, everybody I haven't seen anybody confirm there's going to be a retirement yet. Uh, that includes um, – Oh, that includes Ryan Clark and everybody else. I haven't seen anybody actually make definitive answer towards that. But in looking at how everything was done, especially having the signs by the porta potties, you said, oh, the team did the post those pictures or whatever. The team had to know that those pictures were going to be taken. Like, they had to know that. You have to know that. If you put that sign up there, you're going to know people are going to take pictures of the sign. That's your goal in marketing for people to take pictures of those signs. So for all the fans saying that, like, yo, shut up with that. Like, that's so stupid. Like, stop defending bad behavior. That's terrible behavior by the football team. You, I, everyone knows that. That's terrible marketing. Like, why put it right there? Now, I'm not saying that you need to move the sign necessarily because I see what the sign is. It makes sense to put a sign there. Move the porta potties. The, the movement is in the name. It's a portable toilet. It's a portable potty. Move it. It's not that hard. Like, it's just, again, just poor, poor, poor execution. And this has me thinking as well, if they can get this right, how are they supposed to get a team name right? How? How, Sway? Like, yo, you can't get this one thing right right here? Now, also, listen to the Al Galdi podcast. I heard them say that they didn't give enough towels out as well, um, which is ridiculous. Fans got their 11. 
11 o'clock, 10.30 a.m. and still didn't receive a towel? How is that possible? A place should have been flooded with towels. Also, um, another point that I heard from another fan I was talking to um, this weekend, actually. Um, shouts out to Bull Run Winery. No sponsorship, just it got good wine. Your boy be out there. Um, I heard somebody bring up the point that ah, they should have done this in December as the last game of the year uh, against Dallas, and I couldn't agree more. I don't know why we didn't do that against Dallas. That would have been an amazing game at the end of the year, especially when it's hard to sell out. So we're looking at going going into the cold and a losing season with no name quarterback and Taylor Heineke. Now, when I say no name, he's no name to the league. He's he has a name to us if you know anything about the situation. You know, especially with the game coming up, he has a name to us, but he's no name to the league. Let's be honest. So we have a no name quarterback and everything going on. Yo, you want to find a way to pack out that stadium? That's when you do it, man. That's when you do it. Yo, go out on Taylor. If you're gonna go out on something, go out on Sean Taylor. Let's get it. And that would have been an amazing way. And no matter what Dallas would have been looking like, Dallas could have been 15 and 2. Okay? <laughs> Dallas could have been 15, excuse me. They could have been 14 and 2 going into that game. They would have ended up 14 and 3. Because, like, you, you already know we would have brought the pain for that game. But no, we didn't do that. We had this botched, weird, like I said, like half empty celebration during the Chiefs game. What significance does do the Chiefs have to the Sean Taylor legacy? I can say what significance he has to the Eagles. I can say what significance he has to Terrell Owens saying, hey, bro, I'm good. Winching and pain going out on the next play. I can tell you that. I can tell you the force fumbles he calls for Dallas. I can tell you that. I can't. Nah, there's, there's nothing nothing ringing a bell for Kansas City for me. And, and, again, I could be wrong. Please correct me if I'm wrong, but. I, I don't like that doesn't ring a bell to me anything that he did against Kansas City so I was kind of like a alright I guess like who we who's that towards but that was a really bad situation and that just gets me thinking about the organization even more because like I said they can't get that right and then and then on top of that we try to sweep that under the rug and just try to get back to football and I was like no man that was a pretty big part of the franchise man um, especially again for people my generation um uh, and a tad older. So I want to say anybody who's in their mid-20s to mid-30s, um, Taylor meant a lot to you because you were either uh, you were either a tween slash maybe like 10, you know, 10, 11. I believe I was like probably like 7 or 8 when he passed. Um, uh, so you're either like, like, like a really young kid who was kind of getting into football or you were that teenager guy in high school trying to be that be safety coming down and wrecking stuff up man because like that like that's the effect he had especially with those you days man like come on come on i was great but yeah man it was just it was just hard to see him go out like that man and again i couldn't believe that we that we allowed the celebration to be like that and the way that jason Wright thought that nobody wanted to celebrate that uh that shows this disconnect to the fan base like, i know we had that meeting with the influencers and the and the social media blogs of the Washington football team. Why the social media blogs? I don't mean that in a bad way though. I'm saying people who aren't in the tradition and I have air quotes up a traditional media platform. Uh, I know we had that meeting with them and they got the talk with the president and everything and that was cool. Like yeah like that's where he earned this you know he earned some credit for that but then seeing the execution of this man like that wipes that all away. Like we had we had one chance to do this and it wasn't done properly. So 
let's try to do this properly. We couldn't do that properly. Let's try to do this properly. We are in a rebuild, and I finally heard Ron Rivera acknowledge that in the press conference on Monday, truly acknowledging that, hey, we're building towards the future. We're not, we're not building for the present, okay? We want to go out there and be competitive every week, and I, want, I need to see growth. That's as close as to a rebuild as you're going to get people. So just accept it for what it is, and let me – <laughs> I love me talking. I know, I know, I know. He didn't say it out just straight up, but it's close. We're gonna get to it because he definitely, definitely mentions on it. And um, also when he went after Chase Young, um, I like that conversation a lot. I like saying that hey, I spoke to him and hey, here's what I need from him because uh, he can do it. But also he's saying that hey, you are leaning too much on that physical talent. And for y'all who think that the mental game is not as much as it is in the NFL. Let me tell you something. Um, there's a reason why Brady can play this long. There's a reason why Aaron Donald could be effect, uh, effective this long. I mean, Aaron, Aaron Donald's not young uh, in, in the sports world. I believe he's 30, 31. That means he's been doing NFL caliber work probably nine, eight, nine years, maybe ten. Uh, uh, I don't forget, Aaron Donald was there as a St. Louis right here. So, yeah. Um, uh, so with that, these great players, especially on on defense nowadays, because of the physical demanding of you know of being on defense, you're constantly getting cracked up on uh, uh, double teams, stuff like that. Um, it takes a toll on you, man. It definitely takes a toll on you. And the way that they be able to stay so prevalent for so long is that that mental game, man. It's really knowing how to get to the quarterback mentally and really disturbing them uh, up there. And that's something that Aaron Donald does great. Um, I've seen certain plays of Aaron Donald. Literally, his presence of coming through the middle and going through the chip the way he does, uh, I've seen quarterbacks literally stop the progressions to look at him. And he's not even there yet. But the fact that he's getting there and breaking up, they look like it's a hesitation that causes him to stop and that he just beats on it right then and there. And that's that mental aspect where he just knows that, like, hey, 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 look at me, look at me, look at me. Oh, I got eye contact, bet, I go. And, and I believe we talked about that. They're like, yeah, like, like his presence alone can cause sacks. Like, his eye contact can cause sacks because he just looks at you. You just can pulverize the field. You're like, oh, oh, snap, he's coming. What do I do? Um, <laughs> I think Chase can do the same thing, uh, similar. But I want to see Chase play inside more. I know we're talking about him playing outside more. I know that Ron Rivera says that, hey, he needs to stay outside more and then bring him in. But I want to see if Chase has that speed and that raw athleticism that we talk about. Uh, let's see if we can bulk him up to play inside just a little bit more. Again, I'm not saying he's going to be an interior lineman, but I would like to see him uh, crash with help, if you will, especially if we have a Landon Collins come down. Seeing Chase crash with some help, that'll be really, really, really good for him, I believe, man. I believe that given that inside edge that he's looking for and, that, and he'll be able to get to the quarterback. Because um, Allen and Payne coming through. They are coming through. I've seen in the season, they're doing good, especially with uh, Allen leading the team in sacks right now with six. They are coming through, man. So I'm very glad to see that. And, uh, um, again, I'm glad to hear Rivera talk on Chase and and really address Chase from the mental side. Not saying that he's not being a hard worker, but saying, hey, look, you're doing everything on the field physically right, but I need those decisions to come in. Meaning you're hitting the gym. You're doing the weight training. I see you in practice. 
Now I need you to apply it. And that's where I feel like you're coming up short a little bit, man. I need you to apply that. And I like him saying that to him. And I like him kind of telling us that as well. That's kind of like, that's kind of an insight that we really don't see from Rivera that much. Um, but, you know, uh, I like him sharing with us for that. I do like him sharing that uh, with us a lot. Now, coming into uh, third, to me, coming into Sunday afternoon. I don't know why I said Thursday. I think of something else. Sorry about that. Coming into Sunday afternoon. Um, our offense is banged up, and I don't know how we're going to get past this team of Brady, who is also coming off the bye. So he's going to be fresh. And don't forget, he lost going into the bye. He had a bye. I don't see how he's going to come out the bye not expending a win, but hopefully we can get him. Like I said, this this might be our time to shine. Uh, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Um, so we're going to see what's happening. So in my next episode tomorrow, I'm actually going to go over some of the things I think that we could do, the top five things that we can do to win this game. They're going to be crazy. They're not going to be sane, but this is my little ray of hope, man. Like I said, I'm just I'm – just, just holding on to a prayer, man. Uh, you know, it's it's hard, but it's our team, and we know we love our team, man. Again, this is the Washington football team, man. We love them. Win, lose, a draw. There's been a lot of losses and a couple of draws. Don't forget about that Kirk Cousins win over in London. It was so weird against the Bengals. So weird of a game. Uh, like, I want to end it like, I didn't know what to think. I was like, ah, I, was like I think that's a tie. And it was. We, it was such a weird way to uh, uh, um, end the game. Anyway, y'all, it's your boy, Big Moose Thomas. This is the Big Moose Thomas podcast. Thank you very much for listening, man. Again, I say it every time. Y'all mean so much to me for listening, man. That's so cool that y'all do that. Thank y'all very much for supporting, man. I don't take any one of y'all um, uh, for granted, bro. Like, I really do appreciate each and every last one of those downloads, each and every last one of those listens, man. It means so much. It means so much, man. So thank y'all so much for all your support, y'all love. Please feel free again. Reach out to me on Twitter, Big Moves Timers. Reach out to me on Instagram, Big Moves Timers. Reach out to me on uh, TikTok, Big Moves Timers. Again, like the one you're gonna find the most football content on is gonna be on Twitter. I'm very active on Twitter, so hit me at Big Moves Timers anytime on Twitter, uh, as well as email me all your questions at Timers Consulting at Gmail. Again, it's T-I-M-U-S Consulting at Gmail. I'll be, be very happy to list y'all questions off um, in the pod and give y'all a shout-out, even give you a couple follows, man. Hey, man, thank y'all so much for your time. Again, it's your boy, Big Moose Thomas. I'm out. See y'all on the next one. Peace.